Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to the Love of the Star podcast. I'm Bobby Belt. He's Brian Broaddus. I'm Cowboys Insider for 105.3 The Fan of Dallas, the radio flagship home of your Dallas Cowboys. Brian is a former Super Bowl winning NFL scout and is currently co-host of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan of Dallas, 2 to 7 p.m., Monday through Friday. That's central time, by the way, people. So if you're in the Eastern or, or Pacific time zones, adjust that accordingly so you can stream it on the Odyssey app. Uh, Brian, how you doing this morning? I'm doing well, Robert. We uh, we have a game that we talked about, the Cowboys-Broncos a little bit, and then we have now a different set of challenges for the football team with the work against the Chargers. So excited about that. Uh, we're getting closer and closer to this thing kicking off for real. Yeah, and it sounds like this today, uh, Cowboys start the first of two practices against the Chargers here today on Wednesday. It sounds like this is going to be an instance where uh, there, we're, we're going to get more work in in these practices again for the first team than in the actual game itself. Is that sort of what you're expecting? You know, absolutely. And I think the thing they did instead of uh, – instead of making it a like Denver's practice schedule last week was a Thursday, then a Friday was a mock game, mock game equals walkthrough. So I think what they're trying to do now is like, okay, let's, let's have two legitimate practices. You know, they got good work in against the Broncos. We all saw that on DallasCowboys.com for those of us around the country, around the world that were just really interested in what was going on with practice. I thought the DallasCowboys.com did a heck of a job of, of bringing you that but today you're going to have the opportunity for again another full practice and then tomorrow another full practice and then then the mock game on Friday so two really good days of work uh there in California Irvine California uh for the Cowboys but excited that they're going to get some guys back too uh Will Greer going to get an opportunity to participate in this and then I was also Bobby learned that Anthony Barr is going to start working into some more things so those are a couple names to keep an eye on as they get going today. Yeah, we got Anthony Brown coming off of Pup. Do you know to what extent we're going to see? Anthony Barr. Yeah, 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 Anthony Barr coming off of Pup. Sorry about that. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Did I say Anthony Brown? Yeah, Anthony Brown. You said yeah, Brown, yeah. And I'm going to mess that up all season, I feel That's like. That's okay. Uh, no Anthony Barr, we got him coming off of Pup. Do you know to what extent you say they're going to they're gonna just start working him in? Do you know yeah. if it's going to be kind of incremental, or do we expect, hey, he'll be in team period today? 
No, it's going to be incremental. Uh, you know, they because they, I asked the question yesterday of what's the status with Anthony Barr because, uh, you know, he's they were talking about a, a ramp up period of four days and, you know, we're well past that four day period. So and then the, the, the text I got back, the information I got back was working him in. So that means there'll be some parts of practice. I don't know necessarily if it's going to be you know, some full team or nine on seven or stuff like that. But, you know, maybe if they do some, uh, if they do some other drills and things like that, maybe they do some one-on-ones, things like that. We might see Anthony Barr be involved. Maybe some, uh, maybe, maybe it'll be more, but the initial word was uh, the working in. So uh, we'll see how the extent of that is as we, as we go through the day. How big a deal is it? Do you think uh, to them that they're going to get Will Greer back to practice? How important is that to be able to flesh out this quarterback competition? I'll tell you what, Bobby, we've talked about this a bunch on our podcast and we've talked about it on 105.3, the fan is there's a legitimate quarterback. uh, I almost said controversy, but it's really a competition is what it is. It's, you know, Will Greer, if they'd had the opportunity to play Will Greer in that game the other day, boy, that would have been a, a great yeah. setting uh, to be able to, for them to evaluate both their quarterbacks. Um, you know, Cooper Rush didn't look terrible, but he didn't really exude much confidence, if that's the right word, in, I think, the fan he looked, base. He looked, well, and and he himself, I think, looked rattled at times. That pass rush was getting to him. I, I think he was... He, he was a yeah. little jittery. He was a little jittery. And, you know, what happened, and I went back and watched the All-22, is that, you know, there was some stuff that was in his face, but there was a, a, some indecision as well. You know, he had guys that were running open that – I remember the first pass that they had in the game, one of the first passes they had in the game with the, the third down pass to Dennis Houston. Houston runs a great route on the out, and he gets like two yards beyond the, the sticks to get the first down protection holds up pocket looks nice yep. he just throws the ball wide you, you've got to make that throw especially when you've got a receiver that ran a good route reward the kid for doing his job you're a veteran quarterback you got to do your job so there were several times there where a twist stunt got to him ball got tipped and, you know there's some things that happened but if he makes his decisions a little bit quicker and he was like he was thrown off his back foot, too, a couple of times. It was kind of like, okay, the interception he threw, ball came out of his hand bad. You know, there were some throws that he just really didn't like. He was stepping into the throw with yeah. any kind of authority. And, you know, I, I kind of feel like that Will Greer, we've, we've, you know, maybe Will Greer was one of the big winners uh, when we, uh, you know, when we talked about uh, this quarterback battle because him not playing, you know, Cooper Rush going out there and being just okay. Boy, that could have been a that could have been a real turning point in this in this uh, training camp for both those quarterbacks. I was talking this morning to uh, Sean Sharif and R.J. Choppy on 105.3 The Fan, our uh, our teammates there, the morning show uh, in Dallas, who do a great job. Uh, and we were talking about this quarterback competition, and the discussion came up about what the Cowboys look for in a backup quarterback, and and just I know that it depends. Like some people want a a competent veteran as like the, the biggest thing that they're looking for. Um, I think Dallas looks for two things generally when they look for backup quarterbacks. The first is I think they want somebody who's a good student of the game who can be a good homework partner for the starting quarterback during the week. That's primary job, I think, most of the time. 
because you're not expecting him to play. You want him to be a good teacher's assistant for the coaches uh, trying to you know get the study done for the week with Dak Prescott and everything else. The second aspect, I think, is they look for play style more than anything else. I think they want somebody who can run as much of the playbook that Dak Prescott runs as possible. So Dak being a more mobile quarterback, Dak being able to do this and that, I don't think they want somebody as their backup quarterback who's a flat-footed pocket passer. You know, um, they want somebody who can come in there and run the style as close as possible. So to me, I, I mean, I, it remains to be seen on the, the I, I don't know who would be the better teacher's assistant, if it's Cooper Rush or Will Greer. My inclination would probably be Rush. Rush has seen more football than Will Greer, and, the, and that matters. Um, but I think when you talk about who can run the offense the same way Dak does, I think Will Greer has more of the physical traits that Dak does than Cooper Rush. So to me, that alone would feel like, hey, if he can perform at a, at a high level or a higher level than Cooper Rush, this seems like an easy choice to me. I'll take it a couple steps further, Bobby. I think they look for affordability as one. Yes. As another one. And I think they look for a guy that can function without many reps in practice. And that goes to your point of being ready. I really like what you're saying about the ability to run the offense and not have any drop-off. You know, we did see the other day that Cooper Rush – you know, the uh, the waggles, the boots, the, you know, the passes they throw to the tight ends and stuff, that's part of their offense, the misdirection stuff that they run. That's a big part of their offense. And, you know, Cooper Rush was able to hit that. Ben DiNucci hit it a couple of times. So yeah. we know that's a big part of their offense. But really affordability and then also the ability to come in and perform with limited practice reps I think is also very, very huge for them. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Talking about this specific practice against the Chargers, just a few updates uh, from McCarthy on Tuesday. Tyron Smith expected to be back here. Does not sound like we're going to have J. Ron Curse this week. Um, mm-hmm. I think they're just taking things extra cautious with him. But knowing how they take things extra cautiously, it's encouraging to me at least that they're working Tyron Smith back in. And that this no, is very, twice, yeah, yeah, very this encouraging. Is twice now during the offseason, first the lower back in OTAs and then the ankle here in training camp. It's just at least encouraging to me at least that these two things have cropped up. That's not encouraging, but that they haven't lingered or, or held him out, it seems like. It, it feels like the Cowboys are comfortable where he's at with his rehab. And so to me, that that's a, a big positive right now, especially given where the swing tackle spot is. Yeah, that's you know they're always going to side on the uh, side of caution when it comes to Tyron Smith. We've seen that throughout his career. I will say this about Curse: uh, I was in the booth in Denver uh, watching warmups because uh, Dak and CD and Noah Brown and those guys were throwing uh, pre-practice. Went through a good 20, 25 minutes of work before anybody ever got out there. Yep. But then they were also running the early group that wasn't going to play going through. And they were running basically gassers, if you would. They would start on one end of the field and run across the sidelines and then come back. Uh, it was 
it was very clear that J. Ron Curse was not healthy running. He was the the skill guy group on the defensive side, which would be the safeties, the the the, the corners. When they were running together, he was the last guy every single time. It was almost like he was gutting it out uh, to get his work in. So he did not look like that he was very fit. So I can understand why they're holding him out this week and, and trying to get him uh, as healthy as possible for what's ahead with uh, Tampa here in a couple weeks. Coming into these practices, going up against a guy like Justin Herbert, going against a, a talented receiver group like the one the Chargers have, how good of a test do you think these practices could be for some of these young corners that we're still trying to figure out? Deron Bland, Deshaun Wright, and Kelvin Joseph. No, absolutely. And that, and you just named three guys that I care the most about right now. I, I'm trying – I think if you look at where they sit, you have the top three, and then you look at, okay, who is number four, who's number five, and who is number six. All those guys are in the mix right now. If you, if you would just say – Going into the Denver game, I would said Nashawn Wright was number four. I think Nashawn Wright's now at number five. Yep. Way Bland played, he would be number four, and then Kelvin Joseph is kind of trying to figure some things out there as the number six guy. So uh, this all could switch. This all could change uh, in a matter of some practices. Two practices. It could change in a in a in a game on Saturday night in Los Angeles. But right now, if you had me handicap them, I would say that it would be the the uh, the combination of Bland, Wright, and then Joseph would be the guys I would have. And really, super important because you mentioned it. They've they've the Chargers have got a good group of receivers. They got a big group of receivers, kind of a physical group of receivers. So you know, you hopefully will hear reports that they were able to match up pretty well. And then when they play on. Um, on Saturday night, we'll see what the Chargers roll out there. But these practices should be their front line guys. Where else is this practice? Do you think uh, an area where we're going to be able to to learn some things about this team? I, I think that when you look at problems the Chargers present, uh, I, I mean they've got some talented guys on the offensive line that obviously helps us figure out what this uh, defensive line is doing right now. But I think you also look at the Chargers defensive line. That's a good challenge, I think, for this Cowboys offensive line first to figure out some things about those guys. Um, but also for this passing game, these receivers and Dak Prescott, I think going against a uh, such a talented group in that secondary like the Chargers have, uh, I mean, they've, they've got Nasir Adderley, um, you know, Derwin James, J.C. Jackson, Asante Sam, but they've got a really talented group. I'm not sure how many of those guys are actually practicing today, but they've got a really talented group sure. there in the secondary. And so I feel like this will also be a good opportunity for this passing game uh, to to see what they're able to do in these practices. Yeah, it, it, you know, the Cowboys, once again, like to see if they could take the physical aspect. They didn't do it in the practice on Thursday. No. Didn't feel like they ran the ball with very much effectiveness. And then they got in the game, and they went after him. And, you know, there was, there was a couple of starters in there. I mean, if you look at overall, if you want to count – Tyler Smith is a starter. They probably had three. They, you know, with the center, Biotish, and then the right tackle, and then the left guard, Smith. And they were able to run the ball with some effectiveness. I, I mentioned, yeah. I, you know, watching the All-22, you see hat on hat, and you see movement, and you do not see orange jerseys, or as Brad Chan would like to say, tangerine jerseys on the Dallas side of the, of the line of scrimmage. And we've seen plenty of practices where those blue – Cowboys defensive jerseys were winning 
those matchups against their own offensive line. But I was really, really impressed with their ability to run the football. The physicality which they played, I thought was impressive. The Chargers present a different type of uh, uh, of game plan here, you know, and they, they do. They've got some linebackers that can that are good, big physical guys. They've got a defensive line that's got some stoutness to it. So I'm looking for that 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 physicality once more from the Cowboys. If we start to hear, well, the running game was really non-existent. Well, let's see what happens during the game, and then also though you mentioned the the secondary, they've got some guys that can cover. You know, can there's some guys that need to to really step up. And, I, you know, I mean, we've kind of talked about Simi Fajoko and Noah Brown and all that. Jalen Tolbert needs to – hopefully his struggles were just nerves. Hopefully – because there were times when you watched him, he just did not look like a very confident player trying to run routes and catch the football. He yeah. just didn't. And I'm hoping that it was just that first game jitters – that, uh, that that he was experiencing in that game against Denver. You're listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star, of course, is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.